When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sada baby, how you doing, man? I'm good. How about yourself? I mean, I'm doing pretty good, to be honest. Like, I've been, I've been living kind of a slower lifestyle the past uh, year or so, so the coronavirus hasn't been the biggest change for me. I ain't really been outside that much lately, so I, I don't feel like a huge change. How's it affecting you? Um, the only, only way it really affected me, uh, like, personally, is just my shows. Like, a lot of the shows that I had already booked up had to get canceled and rescheduled because of social distancing. Yeah, dude, I was so bummed because I had a sponsor who was paying for a show with, I'm not even going to say the lineup, but it was you and a couple of my other favorite uh, Detroit artists. Yep. Beautiful. They were going to have all kinds of different porn stars out there for the show and everything, and then all of a sudden this <laughs> virus hits and is nothing. It's cold for the show. That, that hurt me deep down inside, man. Yeah, they fucked up everything, man. I, I, I feel like... I don't want to do no conspiracy theories. Yeah, man, I feel like this shit was on purpose for some odd reason. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that's not true. But I, I, it feels like the, the crazy thing is that it feels like they're, I mean, everything's shut down, but still the death toll keeps going crazy. Like, it's 50,000 worldwide. I looked at it the other day, it was 20,000. So it's ramping yeah, up we quick. Just we just, um, we at our peak in Michigan right now. Yeah. Yeah, we at our peak, and they telling us, uh, Cause we already have been on lockdown, but they're telling us now, like the disease then got the, the virus then got stronger. So like this week coming up, like next week, they want they want everyone in Michigan to try to avoid leaving their house for anything. Yeah, I mean, what's really unfortunate about it too is that it's affecting poor communities a lot more than it is rich people. Like like I was reading an article saying that Detroit in particular has been hit super hard because they just don't have the the resources or the infrastructure to deal with it. Yeah, and that and that's that's another thing about here. I assumed because uh, they gave us the leniency to not pay bills and get extended that that was the um, the forte for everybody in the country, but it wasn't. I had to do a little bit more research on it and see that we still had so much Section Eight housing and HUD housing that they just gave that to us. So like all the other states that have to work, I, I feel for them, but it's it's real it's real rough here because. The people who need to work can't work. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Even even with the extensions, they still they still not telling people they bills free. It's just extensions. Yeah, it's brutal, man. They're gonna it's it's wrong. Like you're not gonna be able to have all these people going bankrupt at the same time and just act like it's their fault. Like the government at a certain point is gonna have to step in and make this right. They gotta do something, man. They gotta do something. You know what I'm saying? 
everybody don't have the luxury, the luxury that that um that per se I have, or or like a little Yachty, or like um any any other rapper who has a fan base, who has a loyal fan base is gonna keep streaming their music and keep just paying attention to them and basically feeding them. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people who have to go put in work for their money. Like they gotta go punch in, they gotta go cook food, they gotta go clean up or some shit. I can literally sit on my ass for a year and still make music as long as I'm you feel me, still make money as long as I'm making music. Yeah, definitely. But that that's the interesting thing is from your perspective, there's probably a lot of people like that you're associated with that are in the position that you were in a couple of years ago, or I don't know how long ago it was that you were broke. Let's, let's be real. How long ago was it that you were broke? About three or four years ago. Shit. Yeah. So I, I mean, do you see a lot of people who are really genuinely worried that they're not going to be able to afford food or rent or whatever, who are in a position you were in just three, four years ago? I, I don't say um, I don't personally I don't personally have anybody that close to me that's doing that bad. Mm. And, and if I did have somebody that was doing that bad, I without no hesitation would get them together. You know what I'm saying? But I don't I don't I don't have anybody that close that that be getting hit hard like that. But for the people who are getting hit hard, that I wish I did know somebody to help. You know what I'm mm. Everybody who I feel had an idea of maybe not being able to handle what's going on. I done reached out and see if they need anything extra and everybody been okay so far. That's real right there. Um, have you, like, where, where you have all this time that normally you would be out touring, all, out doing media, doing all kinds of different shit. What, what, what are you doing with that time now? You, you got any, like, video games or Netflix routines going on or what, what, what's filling up the time? Oh, shit, what's that? Fucking 2K. I'm in the park. Oh, okay. There you go. Join the wreck. This is all I'm doing. 2K, Call of Duty, anything, uh, Rocket League, whatever I can find on to keep my time going. And that's what I've been on, man. And smoking a lot of weed. Smoking a shitload of weed. I hear that. Yo, how much time do you really spend in the studio? Because you put out more music than almost anybody. And you're, you're like pretty much without question one of the best people rapping. Like in your area of hip-hop like you you go above and beyond every time you show up on a track true or false true true in my opinion the reason the reason um the reason i say i um i per se go above and beyond with with, with joining anybody as well as my own is i always try to sound better and a little bit different than my last my last time so, say i'm in the studio and i recorded two songs so far off the first song i mean off the second song i tried to make that one not sound like the first one and then at the third one i'm trying to make it sound better than the first two and sound totally different at the same time mm. so I, I put i put a lot of effort into into uh being different and to exploring every avenue that's possible for me to run something you know what i'm saying like i, I try as much as i can to make as many words as i can rhyme with the previous bar I think that effort, that effort really just helped me a lot because when I'm trying this hard, I end up saying some, some new shit damn near every time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, wait, so are you somebody who's doing a good amount of writing before you get in the booth? Because it, it feels like you have an attention to detail in your lyrics that you might not get from just punching in. I might. Uh, not, not necessarily. Uh, I don't physically write. So 
the most of the time when I go to the studio is because I heard something or I've been listening to something and I, I want to go get there and try to duplicate it or try to make my own version. So um not really, it's just it's more so vibes. Mm. It's more so vibes. I got a feeling. Um I cut the lights off when I record. Um I like the door closed. I don't, I don't like people in there talking about other shit. Like, if you're going to be cool, I like cool. Like, get your phone out or something or fucking, or, like, pay attention to me. But, but the studio is big enough for somebody. Like, y'all can go to the lounge if y'all want to kick it. Like, go talking, all that type of shit. But, like, when I'm in the studio, I like the quiet. I like, I like to hear me. I like the lights off. And I go in the studio, and I, I rehearse it in my head, and I record the whole song either uh one, one bar at a time or sometimes two to three to four bars at a time. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you feel like sometimes there's a lot of people in the rap game these days who it feels like they're putting in the least amount of work possible when they're doing a verse. Like it feels like you have a very different mentality where you're really like still trying to, to let the world know that, that you're doing something every time you come through. Like, I think... Uh, I think people get two big chains and then relax. Yeah. Like that's like that's 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 the vibe I get nowadays from artists. I see artists get two big chains from the original kit. Like once I get the big the big big chains, I'm still gonna have the same temperament. You know what I'm saying? But I, I feel like that's me personally, I feel like people get their big jury, they get their um they get their chance to be around certain big artists, uh, certain bigger circles. I feel like they get and comfortable that is still having that same veracity, that same tenacity, that same just hunger that got you to the big theory. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I've been making money and and and, and going around the country for about two and a half, three years now, like decent money and shit like that. But I ain't I ain't got to say the, the big break or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So like I still feel like my career is a day at a time, a fan at a time, a listener at a time. And I just I just go about it that way. But is is that something that's kind of in your head? Is that you're still like like you're in a sort of interesting position in your career where you have like a crazy amount of respect from the real fans, the critics. You do stupid numbers on YouTube, but it, I, I'm sure you're kind of aware that if you were to have your first day out or your one big record that doesn't even necessarily need to. You know, be like like these days. It don't need to be some weird ass commercial record. It could just be like the perfect Sada Baby right. song that goes stupid viral, whether it's because of a TikTok thing or whatever. Like, is that still sort of lurking in the back of your brain? Always. Mm. Always. I tell people all the time, you'd be a lot to say that you a rapper and you not everything else, not looking at everything else, not seeing the other respect that people get. You know what I'm saying? It just, you just can't, you just can't say that. Like, I know I look at it. I watch everybody, you know what I'm saying, whether they got to do it here or not, you know what I'm saying, to see uh, what, what aspect I need to go harder at or um, what I need to do less of, anything, you know what I'm saying? I'm always trying to figure it out in the same token. I'm, I'm, I'm booed with my position. I know I don't work and, and put my own leg work in any type of recognition I get. Like me being signed to T when I was signed to T, that's just what it was. Like that's all people knew. We didn't have no bunch of kind. Of, I, I wasn't getting pushed by him, none of that type of shit. So 
anything that I got off my own, I mean, anything that I got going on is been my own name, my work. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's that's important though too. I think like if you're the kind of person who's willing to to sit back and let somebody else guide their career, then you're going to have a certain kind of career. I mean, you don't you don't strike me as the type of person who's going to have that energy. You strike me as the type of guy who really believes that he's like the CEO of his own business that he's building and the music just happens to be the way that that you're building this business right now. But I mean, I don't really see you as the kind of guy who's willing to just wake up and just be the guy who goes on stage and dances around for a half hour. No, no, man. The position that I got myself in as far as buying myself out of that deal and just keeping my consistent pressure up, I, I, this, this is what I wanted. This is what I needed. This is what I was supposed to be. And like, it's ironic you say what you say, but I am the CEO of my own shit now. It's, 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 it, I feel like every big artist or every artist has some type of sentiment value to the culture has went through the situation. I went through with their first contract. Yeah, there's almost nobody that's like happy with their first deal. Yeah. Yeah, like for sure, for sure. I thought I was, but everything was right. For sure. But I'm good. <laughs> hey, did you see? Uh, I, I, I did a video with the Insane Clown Posse where I was showing them all uh, different Detroit rappers, and I think you, I think you might be the one that they like the most. You talking about the, the insane clown posse? Yeah, I showed them like all these different Detroit rappers, and when I showed them, I think I showed them that song "Slide," and they yeah. immediately were like, "Oh yeah, this is it. This guy knows what the fuck he's doing." They were super into it. <laughs> well, I gotta, I gotta reach out, man. I, 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 you, I, I'm, I'm inclined as much as I like to be. You know what I'm saying? It's still shit that I don't know about, but like motherfuckers like insane clown posse, I know exactly who the niggas is. Feel me? And that's big for me. That's big for me. I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, that's dope. I was I was hyped on that because uh, I mean it was funny seeing the stuff that they picked up on. Like they they started to get like sort of agitated by the fact that everybody was was having a big ass pile of money in every video, and I'm like, man, you guys just ignore that. That's just normal right now. Like everybody got a big pile of money in the video. <laughs> yeah, people think that's the that's the that's the norm. Like don't get me wrong, I got more than videos of me with fucking piles of money, but. I got so much more to offer than just money and guns in my video, man. So mm. yeah, I try to I try to show that. Definitely. Um yeah, so in terms of like the actual recording process though, like how much time are you putting in at a time like this? Like do you go off energy or do you feel like there's a lot of value from being in the studio for eight, ten hours or whatever and just seeing what happens? Man, right now, Right now, I am, are you talking about like because of Corona or are you just, just saying like in general? Just in general, because you put out so much music that it's like, I wonder how much you're actually recording given that so much of oh, your shit seems to come out. I live in the studio. Like once I, once I, I got a, I got a nice house now. I just like my private and, and I don't know how to record myself. So I won't have an engineer come here and be spending night in my fucking crib. You know what I'm saying? So... When like like when Corona wasn't going on, I spent any, any any anywhere from five hours in the studio to to ten to twelve hours in the studio, and well, like with no with, with no slack, like I'm recording every hour on the hour. I'm not in there just going live and just smoking weed and, and making conversations. 
Like, any given time we go to the studio, at the minimum, I record four to five songs at the minimum. Mm-hmm. And if I if I do if I do have a session where I make it for like eight hours, I for sure recorded uh, over ten songs. Like I, I don't I don't do like a song per hour and shit like that. Like it, it just depends on the vibe. I mean, but if I'm in there for eight hours, I'm for sure trying to get like ten to fifteen songs done. So I probably got about five hundred to four hundred unreleased songs. Holy shit! Yep. And I'm do hard drives. So when it comes time to shoot a video, do you usually have something newer that you're stoked on? Or is it like, oh, I'm going to pull this one out that nobody's even heard? Like, are you ever releasing stuff that you recorded, like, over a year ago? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. A lot of shit, a few of the songs that I had just dropped on, um, on YouTube that had business to them, a few of them were, were uh, anywhere from six months to a year old. Like, the song the song with uh, me and T. Grizzly, the next up, that shit was a year old when we dropped it. Um, Tien and Yamcha, uh, when I dropped that, that shit was fucking, that shit was fucking, um, two years old when I dropped it. Um, me, myself, in school was like six months old at the time I dropped it. Um, yeah, like that, that, that tends to happen a lot of times. Like, I feel like me, myself, personally, I make a lot of timeless music, so I could record it, I could have recorded it a year or two ago. And I still can drop it now, and it still keep up with what's going on in current times. Definitely, yo. Actually, I was thinking I wanted to go back to something we were talking about earlier. It seemed like, because you know, you see a lot of younger rappers who they get into their first deal, they get mad at their first deal, they don't like the way it works out, and then they just like kind of wild out on the internet about it. It felt <laughs> like, it felt like even if you felt like disgruntled or upset with the way that the situation turned out, T Grizzly, you kept it pretty cordial. It was almost like you're sort of like mature enough that you you realize that to be uh, polite about it or, or be professional about it would probably be good for you in the long run. True or false? Um, I'm going to say true, but I'm, I'm um, the reason the reason why I didn't really file out or just set up an interview so I could talk about all his dirty secrets or tell a word about they never knew about him and you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit don't do nothing for me. Mm. Like, like me, me uh, being who I am or, or having any type of positive uh, aura around my name didn't come from me going live or going on the internet talking about other rappers. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like at the time, like when the shit was fresh, everybody was speculating on what really happened. All I needed to say was that I bought myself out of the deal. Shit didn't work out. And that's that. Like the reason why she didn't work out, and, and like all the other like like personal emotional reasons that tied to my decision, that ain't nobody business but me. He is my cousin Juan, who's been around and, and understand it, and and JB, right for soul. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, it ain't it ain't it, it's not the place for for the internet to to be the third or the or the seven million opinion on my situation. It, it it's just not like that, and I watch other. people laugh and just and and got a whole nother motherfucking name just in their mouth all day in Detroit we call that dick mm. like bro go talk to that man in real life go say hear me or call him or something you talking you talking to him at him about him on the internet instead of talking to him and that shit don't that shit don't score you no points for real that shit don't it don't get you no type of gratitude in the hood no, none of that it's, it's not like a female that's that's catty shit that's what girls do argue in front of an audience for extra opinions and shit like that. Yeah, totally, because you see a lot of people who 
end up basically doing bitch ass shit in the industry because there's like a reward for doing bitch ass shit. Like if you go and do an interview and you air out all kinds of crazy details, then you get to be right, the guy right. that everybody talks about yeah. for a little bit. For like for like for like a week. And then they go back to then they go back to listening to the weekend because he's not in the headlines and he still got great music. And they go back to listening to Lil Uzi because he's not in the headlines and he got great music. They go back to listening to fucking Chris Brown because he done kept himself out of the headlines for some odd time and he got great music. You will only be a, a um, what did I say? You will be a, you will be a fan. You see, you feel me? Uh, 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 only here for a second. You know what I'm saying? Like fanny packs in the eighties. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You will be here for a little while, but in, in, in the long run, we going back to wearing book bags. You know what I'm saying? In the long right. run, we letting females carry purses. You know what I'm saying? We don't need no damn fanny pack on. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, just, in, it's, it's only it's only for that time that you're gonna be seeing me. Like young chop right now. You 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 doing all that right now, and I love chop, you feel me? And and when you do what you're doing as far as all the all the internet attention and shit like that, and then you drop a CD, what do you think the public feel like? Mm. You took the six nine approach to get into press. Started starting problems with people you didn't have problems with, and and it's it just ain't the way to go. It's just not the way to go. Yeah, because realistically, I mean, like, realistically, 10 years from now, your yeah. financially, your situation is going to be better off 10 years from now if you are loyal to who you actually are as a person. And if you don't take the. <laughs> I'll listen to you, man. That was hilarious. Yeah, but you know, it's all about keeping your integrity and managing to uh, stay the course uh, over the long run, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. Man, I tell people all the time, because I don't know, for some reason, recently in my last couple of interviews, people have been asking me, how do I feel or do I feel it's a necessity to show my fans in the world that I'm different from other rappers? Now, you ask me this, Adam. I'm going to ask you a question. Hmm. If you are genuine to who you are, regardless of what you got going on, whether it's church or a basketball game, people notice that you're different, right? Mm. You don't you don't have to you don't have to go out on the limb every day going live and spelling out I'm different. I do this, I don't do I don't do what he does and all that type. With your actions and how you carry yourself and when people meet you, they'll know you're not like you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't I I do not feel it's it's important for me to fucking Go live and tell people or, or show these people that I'm fucking, I'm different. Yeah, my, my favorite color, not just red, it's metallic red. Like, no, man. If I'm different, I'm different. And it shows through my music, through how I interact with people, through my interviews, all that. I, I don't feel that's a necessity at all. And I feel like a lot of people put themselves in bad positions by trying to prove something to these 8 billion people that's on Instagram that you only going to get a chance to see. 22 percent of in real life for sure like i mean when i think about your career i think about uh somebody asked me like recently like what do you think of the baby i'm like the baby's i think the baby's gonna be great because he's talented he works hard and he's smart he seems smart and being smart is such a big part of the equation because if you're smart then you're going to realize when you need to switch up the shit that you're doing and when the shit that you're doing that was hot is getting old etc cetera, etc cetera. and i would say the exact same thing about you is that 
you seem like you work your ass off, you're, you're talented musically, and then you just seem like th just the intelligence to be able to like, like you can hear the intelligence in the music, but also it just makes me feel like you're gonna know what the right steps are to take in your career. And it's just obvious to me that you're, you've got a long-term plan here. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I got, I got, I got, I got a lot of goals. I got a lot of shit um, that I wanna do, that I wanna put into motion. And, and it's only gonna happen if I keep on working how I work. But yeah, I got a whole lot of shit. Like, I want restaurants. I want um, my own basketball gym. I want my own uh, swimwear because of my nickname, Scuba. You know what I'm saying? I feel like people will buy that shit up. Wait, you got a I, restaurant? I got, no, I want a restaurant. I used to cook. Oh. I used to cook for a living before I was a rapper. Oh wow, really? That's interesting. What kind of uh, restaurants you work at? Um, I worked at two five star restaurants in Detroit. Uh, one was Seldom Blues. The other one was Joe Muir. Um, I worked at my uncle's um, uh, barbecue restaurant for a while. That was like the last restaurant I worked at. I worked at, um, I worked at a place called Harbor House. Um, and I done, I done had every position in the restaurant. In the restaurant. Uh, dishwasher, busboy, barback, sous chef. That's hard work right there. That shit will, uh, that'll give you a work ethic right there, huh? I hate to be in a dishwasher. I ain't gonna lie, Adam. Worst <laughs> in the world. Like I, like whenever I smell, like cause like all kitchens and shit. Like unless you work in the kitchen, they all smell the same. The equipment, everything. Yeah, hundred so, like, percent. Whenever I smell it, I get like flashbacks and shit, and that shit be fucking me up. It be fucking me up. I be mad as hell. I see like the little, the fucking grease traps. You just have to see the grease traps out there and pour the grease in the alley and this. All that shit, man, it's just, it made me real appreciative of what I can wake up and do now. You know, but one thing that I think of when I think about that is that, like, when Action Bronson was first coming up, he was doing little YouTube videos where he was doing cooking, like, because he worked at a restaurant, too. He was a chef. And then he sort of transitioned once his music hit off to, like, having a TV show on Vice, doing the yeah, food thing. Called, like, uh, that's fucking delicious or something Yeah, like yeah, that. that's his show and everything. Would you ever see yourself doing, like, because uh, food content on TV goes crazy. I feel like you doing, like, your version of that could be a big thing. I did um, just recently with Cinematic TV. I did start cooking stuff, and I, I made the hood nigga tacos for him and shit, and it went good. And it, it really was surprising him because I was getting high the whole time. Like I'm smoking weed, I'm pouring up my drink in the kitchen, and everything. And it just was fucking him up that I still was doing what I was doing, like walking into a bubble gum. Right. You know what I'm saying, like I'm, I'm so comfortable in the kitchen. The shit, the shit went by fast. I always planned on doing that anyway, Adam. I promise you. Like that—that's—that's that's something for sure in the future that's going to be on my YouTube channel. I'm gonna have a cooking show where I just make shit as I go. I don't have recipes. You know what I'm saying? I roll my weed up. I get high. I get hungry. I go to the grocery store. I see shit that pop out to me, and I just take it home and throw it in the pot. You just freestyle it. That's amazing. At all times, like the probably only only real recipe I got is like fucking um lobster scampi. Or like Alfredo. That's it. I know how to make that shit from scratch. But everything else, impulse and seasoning and what I know from being in the kitchen goes together. See, I got to get my priorities right because in my mind, I never end up cooking anything because it just feels like, oh, like... I would rather just, you know, order this shit on Postmates and if I go to the store and buy this shit, yeah, maybe yeah. I'll have some fun. Let me tell you why you should cook. Because I watch you, right? And you got the little ball wood thing you do, right? With your hair. Yep. I don't know what the fuck that shit is. 
but you like the best nigga out of seen doing it, right? I got to give you one. Give me your address. I'll send you one. I'm going to text it to you when we get off the phone. Now, listen. All right. Your hand-eye coordination. Mm. You would make people watch you just because you would be able to do the flips and shit with the skillets. Like, I know how to do the flips and shit with the skillets and keep the food in there. I could be you like Salt be Bay. Yeah. Like Salt Bay, this thing? <laughs> you would be able to flip this shit because of your hand-eye coordination. And people would watch you, bro. And if you were to, and you just include a little music in it, you feel me? Or like, nigga, listen, me and you could go laugh together and cook together. Mm. You feel me? I promise you, whatever the fuck, and, and look at the dishes when they're done. We do the same thing. I like that idea. Adam 22 versus Sada Baby Burger Challenge. We both make the same Hell recipe yeah. at the same time, and then we sort of like show it to the camera, people at home judge. What you want to do? Set it up, brother. I don't know how to cook, but I'm willing to give it a shot for you, man. A burger is easy. I promise you. <laughs> burger I could probably pull off. Yeah, if I try to do any kind of pasta or some shit, hell no, that ain't going to work. <laughs> now, look, this is the thing with pasta that most people don't know. You know you don't have to get the kind that, you, uh, that come in the box that you boil. Right. They got frozen pasta, like frozen tortellini. All that type of shit. When you get that and boil it, it only take you about five minutes. That's fire. Okay. That's fire. That's big fire. And you add your Parmesan or your, you feel me? Whatever kind of sauce you want. If you ain't a fan of tomato, get you some squash sauce. Yeah. Look, we just made somebody cook. Hey, you're, you're, you're putting me on to some shit right there. I like it. On, on the live interview, kick ass on 2K2. You made some motherfuckers quit. But no, listen. The frozen pasta is the way to go. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this question. You're very in tune with the streets. I've heard people say that like crime is not really going up because it seems like in a time period like right now where everybody's under a period of distress or whatever that people actually tend to behave better and not necessarily do fucked up shit. Do you feel like people who are in the streets are seeing this as an opportunity where they're going to have to go out and take something or go out and do something because maybe there are less people around. Is that is am I accurate in assuming that there's probably a lot of guys who are planning like bank robberies right now? Um it's brazy, man. Like as serious as people should just be taking this uh, virus, trying to stay clean and and fucking think of how to do that they can get on their feet when they when they get back. It's still that population mm. that don't give two fucks about what's going on. Yeah. And fuck planning to do shit. Motherfuckers already been doing shit, bro. Motherfuckers been just breaking in Starbucks and. Taking all the coffee beans, like just do <laughs> anything because ain't nobody here. If you know someone who's breaking into Starbucks to steal the protein bars and the cheese plates and the no, look, the look, biscuits, it, it wasn't. I, I actually seen the story, and my and my my my, my most sincerity and, and prayers go out to the people. But it was is uh, is a lady and her daughter. They had a cafe, and since. Um, since the lockdown and the quarantine has been going on, it's, they had got broken into six times. Wow. Six times. 
to where they has to just shut down the cafe. Like, we're not going to be able to wait until the virus is over. Like, we just got to shut it down. Because they just, they broke in that motherfucker's system. Like, yeah, people, motherfuckers out here still just, yeah, doing, doing whatever. Everybody, like I said, everybody don't have the uh, opportunity to, to stay in their house and still uh, get money. You know what I'm saying? There's motherfuckers that still got to go do shit. And the way they was doing shit before this virus came was illegal and raw and raunchy. And it's just going to be times fab. Now that you hear me, damn near police not trying to pull you over because they don't want to get infected. Mm, damn, I didn't even think about that. Dude, everywhere I go, I feel like, because I thought like, oh, the the virus hit, there ain't that many people around, like shit's going to be more chill. No, I feel like I see way more cops and there's less people around. So the cops that I do see, like I feel like I stand out to them way more than I would normally. Man, the other day, uh, it was people, it was police stopping people and waiting and, and, and like, like asking, like here in Detroit, stopping them and asking them what they was on the to. Mm. Like, just like, just trying to make sure motherfuckers ain't out joyriding, you know, turn up and all that. Yo, it's going to be like, uh, it's going to be like the Prohibition era back when they had alcohol legal where I feel like. Because people aren't going to be able to go to the club, you're going to see a lot more house parties. I hear it in my neighborhood, bro. I hear music on like a late at night and shit, like real loud. And I can tell that people are having little get-togethers with, I don't know, maybe 10, 20, no, 30 people coming are, together. They are having get-togethers. I got homies. I got homies down in Memphis. And we, we down. We playing the game and shit. And we, um, as we in the party, like in the, in the Xbox party, he telling me it's 40, 50 motherfuckers in his parking lot in the apartment complex just kicking it outside. Yeah. Motherfuckers barbecuing, all that kind of shit. So it's, it's, it's whole states, whole states and whole neighborhoods of people that just not taking this shit seriously. No, like, I, I have a friend. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, I have a friend who, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, he's a drug dealer. And I, uh, I asked him, I'm like, yo, so this shit must be killing you have to stay in the house, huh? He goes, what? He's like, only people staying in the house are white people and those who have to work with the elderly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, I guess you might have a point. He not, he not lying because I still have to get my weed delivered. <laughs> I'm still going out and riding my bike around. I'm still like going into work and being around like two, three people at the office. You know, it's like th there's a certain amount that you just got to be around some people. I'm sorry. You got to just pick your poison yeah, and choose wisely. Yeah, my, I, had, I had my cousin. I had, I had uh, uh, two of my cousins and uh, one of my security guards and uh, my, my two baby cousins the other day. You feel me? Just, you know what I'm saying? Kick it for a while and, you know, it's like, you know, I get it from these motherfuckers, I get it from. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man, you do need to see people and all that type of shit. This is, mm. I know I ain't going outside, though. Like, I ain't pulling up nowhere. I ain't doing no 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 quarantine parties or no fuck the corona pull up. Mm. I ain't going, going to hoop. Well, you're you're kind of in a, a different position too because you're famous. So it's like if you are acting foolish, then it's like you're influencing millions of people. So the media could like try to say like not only is Sada Baby doing something ignorant, he's doing something ignorant and encouraging they, all these other people to do it. They called me a uh, Corona protagonist or something. There you go. Shit like, 
I mean, they've been getting on Casanova's ass just because he was shooting a music video with like eight dudes. I know Cass personally. I really pray to God he's gonna sit the fuck down. <laughs> he already he apologized though. Like that's 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 my guy, but when he was outside with all the niggas, I'm just like. But we know a lot of people who are doing the exact same thing that he's doing right there. It's just the fact that he's famous enough. Rappers. Yeah, they're not famous. You're yeah. Right. Like, I was on group FaceTime with my with my cousins the other day, and we laughing to Hardy Hearn, and then I looked in the back. I'm like, all you motherfucking niggas is outside. Why are y'all not in the house? <laughs> I'm about to go now, school. I'll, just, I'll, I'll shoot one move, school. I'm about to go. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's, like, come on, y'all gotta get it together. But the crazy like part it. is that people know that it's serious right now, so it's kind of easy in comparison to get them to stay inside. You give it a couple more weeks and months, and when the shit starts to slow down, people are gonna be outside all over again, and it's gonna come right back. I'm I'm worried about that. I feel like it's quick. You're right. I feel like it's quick as it came out of nowhere, it's come back out. And I feel like people would be would be all the way. Boogie in the next to each other, sweat popping off each other, and, and we don't even know it's present again. And, and they try to lock us back down, and it'll be too late because a bunch of motherfuckers got it, and we didn't know it back. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 wild. I just feel like after this shit is over with, whenever it's over with, it'll never really be over for a motherfucker like me because I'm gonna start doing shit. Different. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like a motherfucker should have been just disinfecting everything. I might be done shaking hands for life. I think it's cold for shaking hands, man. I don't really like now that I haven't shook anybody's hands in a few months. I'm like, am I really going to go back to like wiping my fucking bacteria all over other people all the time? That's just getting crazy. Yeah, we either go, we, we, it's going to be fist bumping like, and then I'm going to have to have baby wipe hands in the Hmm. The ha- hopefully the hand washing stays that that can remain part of the culture. What? Just the hand washing. Hopefully that like there's increased hand raise washing levels. Yeah, like like how how certain places got the no smoking signs and shit like that. They should have like a sink and hands right at the door. You can't come in unless you wash your hands. Yeah, I mean, people forget that like 20, 25 years ago, it was super normal to to walk into a restaurant and have everybody smoking in there. And now that seems crazy to us. Forget that. I remember I remember walking in in Red Lobster, smoking and not smoking. It would be a smoking smoking section and a non-smoking section, but there would be nothing separating them. (laughs) It's like. It's like the booth's right here and then the booth's right next to you. And the only difference is this booth got a ashtray. Yeah. Now you only really get that in Vegas. Huh? You only get that in Vegas now when you go to the casino. That's the only time. But even then, they got really good air systems. Vegas is the only fucking place where they still got ashtrays in the hotel rooms. Mm. Like, I love that shit. I smoke so well. As soon as I get to Vegas, I just like try to prove a point to myself. I just smoke everywhere in there. <laughs> everywhere. Smoke a Newport. Everywhere. Just smoke a Newport. Yeah, like, whatever. Fuck it. Because I still smoke cigarettes. So, motherfucker, I, yeah, as soon as we get out the damn the little limo from the fucking uh, airport or whatever, oh, I'm right at the front desk. Cigarette man. <laughs> okay, you gotta go, bullshit. This is a big ass casino. It's smoking here. 
I can do it. Exactly. It's like I can do it. You know, like if I went to Colombia, I don't know. I might have to do a little, a little white girl. You know, it's like when, when you're in Rome, right? I ain't fucking with no flow when I get over there. No. If no, if somebody, if somebody around, you feel me? That's what they get to. You feel Go ahead. You gonna turn up? I know when I get with my Mexicans, they make me drink. So I don't mm. drink liquor. I used to drink. I don't drink. So I get with my Mexicans. All type of bucana, pineapple, and fucking uh, uh, uh Modelo's, Mamato, and just yeah, man. We they all they 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 probably real essayed out with this. For sure. Uh, yo, Sada, I appreciate you. Um, our camera, I think, is fucking up right now. Actually, it looks pretty cool. It looks like you're in a Nintendo game. Pixel? They got me Pixel School? Yeah, you all pixelated. This is pretty hard, though, honestly. It looks like a, a fire-ass music video effect or something. How'd it look? It's pretty, it's pretty lit. You might want to check this out. This might be a good inspiration for your next uh, music video. Hell yeah. I might use this at the beginning of one of my next videos. <laughs> there you go. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Everybody uh, go stream Sada Baby shit, man. He, need, he needs that, that streaming check. You got fat in that Spotify checkup, huh? I appreciate you making this shit happen. You know, we've been trying for a couple months, bro. I appreciate it, for real. Yeah, yeah and once the, once the world's back to normal, uh, we'll, we'll get a real one in. Yeah, we gonna set up the damn burger off, too. Let's get it. All right, All right I appreciate, appreciate you, man. You, man. Have a good one. Stay appreciate safe. you, Sada. Love, bro. Love, G. Take care. Jumper.com. Like, comment, subscribe. Hope you guys enjoyed this video. If you want one of these, you know where to go. And then No Jumper Facebook too. Link is down in the description. Some good stuff going on over there. Appreciate y'all watching this.